The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. And I'm your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I'm delighted today to welcome to the show Jer Lyons, who's had a tremendous experience through his own lifetime, which has led him into profound work as a healer uh, in assisting many, many people to awaken to their own path as well as being fully healed. Jer, welcome to the show. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for having me on here. I'm always interested in, in how people's paths uh, open for them to move into their spiritual life. And, and I know yours began at a very young age. Just tell us a little bit about your childhood. Yeah, um, it started for me, Peter, about the age of eight. Um, I was a young lad in the south of Ireland. And um, it, was, it was pretty much one incident that kind of set the ball rolling for me. It was, I was on holidays with our family. We were staying in a trailer by the seaside. and um, I was just in a field on my own one day just playing and um, just running about the place. And I felt this beasting on my knee um, or just above my knee. Just on, 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 it was pretty much on my leg. And um, it... Um, I looked down, there was, I could feel all this, you know, pain and sting and bees, you know, I was quite familiar with bee stings, my dad was a a beekeeper, and so I looked down and there was like no bee, and there was no sting, and there was this huge kind of sense and well of emotion and feeling, and it was like a whole experience and a lot of pain, and, but when I looked down there was no bee, and there was no sting, and it was it, it was just, you know, it was a simple experience, a very simple, small thing. But when I got back home, I found that my brother had been stung in exactly the same place, just above his knee, um, on his leg. And he had had all those experiences. And, you know, the, the bee sting, it was, it was a, quite a toxic thing for him. And his leg swelled, and he had a lot of emotion come up and a lot of fear. And um, there's a lot of tears. You know, he's just a young boy. And so the whole thing, it kind of opened me up into this huge sense of interconnectedness with everything, with um, each other. Now, you know, my, myself and my brother, we weren't like twins or anything. Um, he was a few years older than me. 
but I started to realize and have all these many, many different experiences like that of uh, experiencing other people's pain, other people's experiences, other people's um, situations, and just a kind of a knowing inside me of what was going on for other people. Um, so it led me, you know, into a very deep exploration and discovery over the years um, of what, like, what the hell was going on? What was this? <laughs> I had no idea. You know, I really had no idea. So, so as a little eight-year-old, having had that experience and, and sort of connecting to uh, the oneness in some way, so you were interconnected with your brother and his experience, and then subsequently uh, having that experience with many people, how did you manage that? How did you deal with that as an eight-year-old child? Well, it was a little bit bizarre. Life became very, very strange, Peter. <laughs> it was um, it was quite interesting. It, you know, I'd, like I'd um, first of all, I had no idea what was happening. I was thrown into the mystery. I was thrown into a very deep mystery, and I didn't know anything about what was going on. You know, we didn't have any Harry Potter books in those days. Um, I didn't know what any metaphysical principles or any kind of esoteric knowledge at all whatsoever. And, you know, I'd been brought up just as a, a normal, everyday, run-of-the-mill kid in the south of Ireland. And so it was, yeah, it was a huge thing. It was like this very bizarre reality opened up. And um, it started to happen more and more frequently, more and more often, until it became quite normal. And, you know, I'd, like I remember lying down at night to go to sleep in bed and my whole body would start shifting and changing and I'd experience many different kind of energetic realities and levels of consciousness kind of opening up and coming in. I could feel myself expanding and contracting and um, it was, yeah, it just became very strange. So it wasn't until much later when I was about 15 years old I met uh, my first spiritual teacher and mentor um, a beautiful man who um, had an, uh, like he, he, you know, he was like a walking encyclopedia. He was an incredible um, kind of master mystic. He was an old traditional healer from the south of Ireland, and who had many, many experiences and did brilliant work himself. And he, he, he was like a lifesaver for me, and he set me off. He kind of springboarded me on to a very deep exploration of that mystery. Um, so he started giving you uh, a background understanding of what you'd already been experiencing, essentially. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He, you know, when when I went to him, he was able to explain everything. He was able to, you know, guide me on a path to understand what was going on, why it was going on, that I wasn't like this just, you know, crazy person or this strange person, that it was actually a gifting and that was... It was a powerful gift, and that it was um, it was a blessed thing. You know, it wasn't like a curse, or it wasn't being haunted, or you know, the um, it wasn't a, a negative thing. Um, because you know, also in those days back in Ireland, you know, we were brought up very, very uh, Catholic and very, I suppose, traditionally Catholic. So anything outside Catholicism in those days back there was seen as occult, which would have been seen as you know the the work of the devil, really. So and there was a lot of fear around it. So, like this man himself was was considered like crazy and and uh, pretty much a you know a wild character back in those days. Um, but so there are there are a lot of uh, children uh, in the world today, so-called indigo and crystal children, who are also aware and have these experiences that they don't understand. 
What, what advice do you, would you give to those children, those teenagers, those young adults that have these uh, otherworldly experiences and have no understanding of what to do with it? What, what, what should they do? Yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that you are talking about that, Peter, because I think it's, you know, it's one of the things I feel is so important for kids growing up these days, children who are gifted and who are open and who can feel and see and experience things that are, you know, what we would traditionally call paranormal um, or just open experiences. It's so important for them, I think, to realize that this is totally normal. There is nothing wrong with it. And it is, there's nothing wrong with them. It is a total gifting. It's a gifting from the universe. And I, I think, you know, it's a sign for where we are in our evolutionary stage in humanity where our children are being born open and very, very open with these amazing abilities and these amazing senses of, you know, very much uh, intensified um, abilities to be able to do, see, hear, feel all kinds of realities. And I think it's so important for, you know, the parents to understand and accept and acknowledge and nurture and nourish these gifts in a most precious way because they are treasures. The gifts that these children carry are absolute treasures and the children themselves um, are treasures. You know, they're like our national treasures of humanity that we, um, that they can teach us so much about the universe and the next step of evolution for ourselves. And what, what do you actually believe that next step is? Well, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I think that the next step in our evolutionary path, uh, you know, for many people, Peter, is a realization of, you know, a, a, a deeper realization of the interconnectedness of everything. Not just that we are connected in with everything, but that we are actually an aspect of everything and that we can plug into and access any intelligence and any power and any um, wisdom that the universe carries where, you know, manifestation and materialization can become commonplace, where we can work with the intelligence of the field and uh, co-create and create and uh, work with it in a way that we, I suppose, you know, have a realization that it's all about what we do and um, what we say, what we think. Everything influences everything else. And, you know, that we are not actually victims of, of the universe and life doesn't just do things to us, and, um, but that we have that power to do absolutely whatever it is we need to, we want to. And, you know, at the same time, following that higher guidance path um, of our higher selves and letting thy will be done, so to speak. So like a combination of realizing our own creative power um, to work the field and work the intelligence to do whatever it is we need to do in this world and plugging in and operating from that high point of guidance and surrendering to that guidance in order to do the will of our creator through us. So I think it's like a, a combination of those two things. So in some ways, these children who are coming in, who are already connected, who are already part of that oneness, who in some ways struggle in this third-dimensional realm of separation, 
they're actually ahead of the game, and we're, we're going to catch up with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. They are, yeah, I really feel that, that they are so, you know, they come in very, very, very clear and very gifted and very opening, very open. And, you know, things like, you know, seeing um, spirits of the deceased and all these different things that we would have, you know, probably maybe in our day um, seen as this, like, super extra, wow, amazing thing, like, becomes commonplace and normal for them, I think, more and more will be you know, they will be definitely our teachers. And if we listen and believe them and have faith in what they open up to and, like, really, really listen deeply, not just hear what they're saying, but really listen and learn from our children and especially these children who carry these gifts, um, I think it can bring us leaps and bounds into evolutionary, um, on you know, on, on our collective evolutionary path. We're just coming up to our first break, Jesha. We'll, we'll carry on after the break, but I'm really glad we got to chat about the children today. It's really, really important. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Back with you after this short break. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. walk our true spiritual path at a time when the western world is fixated on material gain more people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life there is another way four years ago peter tongue left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life he now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the Seventh Wave Network. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle me. It's pretty scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. 
the new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. And today I have with me Jay Lyons who is talking about the experiences that he has had as a young child and how that has led him into a beautiful healing uh, life that he now enjoys. But there was a very dark moment in Jay's life when he was in Ireland and was actually physically tortured, um, and and that was an important part of his uh, transformational path. So, Jay, perhaps you could tell us a little bit about the importance of that experience in your development. Sure, Peter. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I think you know it was a it was a really really important part um, of the path because it led me to uh, a very I suppose you know very dark place, an extremely painful place. But I witnessed consciously what was happening, and I was able to learn amazing things from that. So probably that I would not have been able to learn had I not um, had I not gone through it. So you know, it it, it was an interesting um, time. I was it was quite a while ago. I was involved in the uh, situation, the political situation in Belfast in Northern Ireland. Um, I used to actually work in a reconciliation centre in a flashpoint between the Protestant and Catholic communities in Belfast, a place called Limestone Road. Um, and um it was a you know it was an intense area an intense place and um worked as a therapist in different parts i i i had worked in many different parts of belfast and i were i was working as a therapist in in those days um and i was working with a lot of ex paramilitary combatants and uh then it kind of progressed um in time i was working with active paramilitary combatants to you know they come back from um come back from a run and they'd be you know there might be some damage and there might be some psychological psychological damage or physical damage and work with them in a therapeutic and healing situation and then you know i saw lots of things happening that i i, I just couldn't shut up anymore i could not keep silent and you know there was a lot of corruption there was a lot of um there was you know a lot of things going on there that just was not right and i could not sit and stand and um silent you know sit there or stand silent in the situation so i i, I became active myself and you know over time i knew a lot of information and i had a lot of intelligence because of all the people i was working with and we became very close and i was working in the community and um i suppose because of my role there you know i was able to voice a lot of what i saw and what what was going on and i became quite expressive you know i was young and um quite expressive with my truth so 
so to speak. Um, and so I was, to- you know, I'd, I was told, I was warned, and I was threatened many times, but I refused to be intimidated. And um, I was at one point, I was ultimately uh, taken. I was kept in a room for six days. I was beaten pretty much to it inches of my life was electrocuted, you know, my hair fell out and my skin was destroyed and um I could hardly speak after it. It was it was a very, very, very intense experience. Um my body was burnt out completely. Um it took um, you know, I won't go into the details but it it took it was very, very, very painful, Peter, and it took me about four years to come back to being like a normal human being and to heal <clears throat> both my body, my mind, my uh, spirit, my emotions, and uh, to heal everything. Um, you know, there's there's still some damage that I'm still healing internally inside my body to this day, but it's most like a, the vast majority is completely um, healed. And that what 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 happened was, you know, I was I was fully conscious and aware of what was going on all the time, and I, I was able to watch and witness myself, which, you know, wasn't, wasn't pretty, and, uh, you know, it's probably good not to go into the details of this, but I was, I, I, I was able to w- witness what my body was doing with the trauma and what um, was happening, how the trauma um, went in, what my body actually did inside, because I had this incredible deep sensitivity and I could feel all my internal organs and all the cells and the tissues and muscles. I could feel everything that was going on. So I, I, I was just watching inside, like I was going, oh my God, this is happening, this is happening. I, I, like I felt and saw and witnessed my body shut down completely and compress a lot of the energy inside and there was a lot of um, you know, it's pretty intense, um, aggressive situation. And <clears throat> I watched every aspect of me shut down, you know, bit by bit and compress all the energy inside my body and all the trauma just went in. And uh, the so I, I, I watched it. It was like a learning experience. Now, it was, you know... I. There was there's many different levels of consciousness, and you know my personality was experiencing the whole thing. But my, I suppose you know my higher self in a way, my my spirit or there's a part of myself that could, um, you know, through years of spiritual work and meditation was probably what saved me and probably what saved my life. And I think had I not done that, I would not have been able to look at the situation objectively are to detach from it and observe from a higher perspective. So I I observed, as I observed from a higher perspective, I was able to witness, watch, and learn all about myself, all about trauma, all about really intense damage inside the body. And when I saw what the body was doing with it, like the intelligence of the body is actually brilliant. It's amazing. And it shut everything down so it would make it... Um, you know, kind of store it and compress it away for a later day, so to speak, until things were um, okay and that I would be able to actually work with it. So, um, yeah, I suppose, you know, just to cut a long story short, it was by just witnessing, observing, and learning that uh, quite intense process 
um, I was able to see what exactly the body was doing. And then when I came out of it afterwards, you know, when I could get my life back together and my body back together, um, I was able to um, undo what had been done because I knew what was going on. So it brought me into a very much deeper understanding of healing, of um, how the body works, how it operates, what it does, and then how you can undo that and how you can heal pretty much most anything because, you know, the the amount of damage was very, very intense. Um, So I got to experience a lot of, you know, what probably, you know, many people can experience in their lifetime with regard to pain. Um, so, yeah, it, it was pretty much like that. It was it was a huge learning turning point. Um, and I looked at it from, I kept on looking at it from a higher perspective. I kept on um, looking from a place of love and from a place of forgiveness and from, from a place of, um, you know, there has to be a reason why this has happened. And I found that purpose and higher reason. And I just took it, ran with it, and went with it. And um, it brought me into amazing, incredible, like really, really incredible reality. So this is when you, when you talk about um, being a modern-day alchemist is, is going from this absolutely base place of, of almost death, of, of basically being burned to a frazzle to, into the blackness, and then transmuting that back into the refined gold. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, from from my perspective in that, uh, Peter, it's like, um, uh, you know, I, I, I talked about it as um, spiritual alchemy. So, exactly, it's like going from that very, very deadened, damaged place, um, dark place, into and tr- the having the uh, ability to, that we all have inside us, that every single one of us, I have absolutely no doubt about that, that every single one of us inside us has the ability no matter how much damage is done, to take the damage and transmute it into um, love, into light, into an openness, and to regenerate the cells, to regenerate the central nervous system, regenerate the endocrine system, the digestive system, and regenerate our minds and everything. We can, you know, we really do, and I know this, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I suppose I'm talking, and, and I'm, I'm talking from experience, and that's part of the beauty of this and what I love to share and what I'm driven to share these days on the journey is that it is possible because I know it's possible because I've, I've done it myself. So it's not something you know I've read out of a book or something that I've heard. It's I've gone through that whole process myself, and I know it, and I know people can heal, and I know we can heal anything. It's just a matter of finding it, finding the the root cause, going to the original imprinting of it, and then there's a way that, you know, I've I've discovered over the years to be able to transmute that, transform it, and release the damage and replace it with the regenerated, fresh, beautiful, loving uh, feeling and imprinting in the body, which is... um, So so one of the key key questions in in all of this is how you shift from that place of deep pain... Uh, into a place of love and we're, we're coming up to our, our next break in a moment so we, we will um, return talking about that process but, but clearly uh, having gone through such a traumatic experience how you shift out of, of anger and, and, and frustration um, and that incredibly intense physical pain 
and shift that into a place of love and healing is, I would imagine, Jay, the core to, to transformation and change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is, that's definitely the core to it. And, um, yeah, the, the, the shift itself, um, you know, there's many different factors and aspects to it, you know, which we can chat about after the break. It's um, shift itself, I think, based on um, attitude and choice. And once we make have that attitude and make the choice and the decision to go in a take the higher road and take a higher perspective, then we can start. Well, Jay, we'll take our second break there and we will return with that uh, very important turnaround discussion. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation, returning after the break. to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure, what's up? Um, there's this girl I kind of like. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's women. Really? Well, they didn't call me velvet for nothing. I don't get it. Smooth. I was smooth. Oh. Anyway, it's easy. You just got to impress her. Show her how strong you are. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? I don't know, desks, chairs, people... Grunt, if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, Ugh! Try it. Ugh! Ugh! <laughs> See? There you go. And you should dress up. Start wearing a shirt and tie. I'll look like a dork. No. You'll look successful. Okay. And finally, you can start using my cologne. <clears throat> the ladies love it, so don't be shy. Splash it on. Thanks, Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To find out how you can adopt, please visit our website at adoptuskids.org or call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Spiritual Workout with host Stephen Morrison helps you go beyond the books, CDs, and the workshops you've gone to to learn spirituality. Stephen will passionately help you see which of 15 universally spiritual concepts apply to your circumstance and how. Now there's a way to help you live it every single day. Work out every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on Spiritual Workout with your host, Stephen Morrison, on 7th Wave Network. A practical path to a happier, more peaceful, and richer life experience. Walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com Listening on a higher dimension 7th Wave Network 
listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tung. And before the break, Jay Lyons was sharing with us his story of deep trauma in, suffered in, in Northern Ireland and how after that experience he made the shift from that dark black place to shift back to a place of healing. So Jay, just spend a bit more time talking about how important it is. It's not just about uh, physical trauma. It's any illness, disease, any situation in our lives that is a dark place for any of us and how we get ourselves out of that situation. Sure, Peter. Um, you know, I, I think the first most important step, um, you know, to get ourselves out of any situation is, first of all, attitude and then choice. Um, so the choices we make are so vitally important, um, and the attitude that we have can shift and turn. You know, it can turn a mountain upside down. It really can. Um, so to keep on, I think, you know, one of the most important things is to keep, you know, that old thing of keeping positive, staying positive, keep looking at the sun, keep looking towards the light, keep bringing the situation back to a place of love and doing whatever it takes, doing whatever it takes to um, get there. Um, so I think they're the first, the most fundamental and most important two first steps that, you know, I think are, you know, which, which may seem really simple. Of course we're going to, you know, be positive, and of course we're going to um, have a good attitude and make the right choices, but sometimes, you know, it's so easy to not. It's so easy to make opposite choices. It's so easy to make self-destructive choices, and it is so easy to work and operate out of habits and old patterning unconsciously. Um, and, you know, especially in times of pain and especially if someone else has created pain for us, I think for those people who, you know, have experienced anything like that, it is, you know, it's very easy to get into revenge and vengeance and to go the opposite direction. But I think, you know, the, the real spiritual challenge is to go, to make the choices, to keep bringing that situation back to a place of love and to keep seeing all the people involved um, and I think this is true commitment, like true spiritual commitment, is that no matter what happens, is to take the higher road, take the higher perspective, and keep seeing all the people involved as, you know, as just these other beings, these other actors in our movie who are just simply playing out their own roles and just simply happen to have different uniforms on and different patterning and different programming. If we can keep seeing them as the beings of love, and beings of, you know, that have also come from creation, have also come from the heart of existence or the heart of God, um, just like us, and no different to us, you know. No matter what they've done, they are no different to us. And they, each person has a, sovereign, um, has a sovereign connection to our Creator and has a right to be here and has a role to play in all of the dramas and all of the, you know, movies that go on in our lives so I think to hold that higher perspective 
and also at the same time while we're allowing ourselves to play out our roles is a really really um, important thing as well and to you know to keep pulling back from the uh, darker road of revenge and vengeance and self-destructive behavior and keep bringing the, the situation back to love staying with a positive attitude no matter what and you know even if your whole life is like falling apart and you're as sick as a dog and you know even if you're dying to hold that to just keep holding light and keep holding love and keep holding a positive attitude and so- yeah. So, Joe, you went through your own uh, alchemical transformation during this time, and, and uh, obviously it was a it was a sort of pretty profound purification process. So, what 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 gifts did you come out with at the other end when you, when you had become refined as as gold? Well, yeah, there was many many gifts, Peter, from that experience. That uh, you know, it, it started off as pure hell. Um, pretty much, obviously. Um, But in hell, I found, you know, big rocks, big dark rocks of coal, uh, metaphorically speaking. And, you know, over time, um, I was able to take those rocks and all the burdens of pain and everything and transmute it. I learned how to transmute at a much, much deeper level because I had been doing healing for years, for a long, long time before that experience. But it threw me into um, like this pit of, you know, despair and desperation and hell and pain and all kinds of stuff. And on my way out of that pit, on my climbing to the surface to get myself out of that pit, um, I, you know, I I had to develop myself rapidly and I had to develop myself on, on many different levels and open up to all kinds of possibilities that I would normally not have thought possible. And um, so it, it really pushed me. It pushed me to the edge of everything mentally, emotionally, you know, psychologically and physically, um, to the edge of pain and beyond to the edge of life itself and beyond the way into all kinds of death processes. And so I came out of it by working, you know, day by day, step by step with my body, with my energy, observing, learning, looking, listening deep, deep inside myself in a very deep introspective um, communication with my own body, with my physical body, and also with spirit and all the spiritual beings and consciousnesses um, that I had been working with and calling in and asking for more help from all over the from all over the place from all you know all the the elements of of existence itself that um, can be pulled in in order to create and generate and regenerate whatever needs to be done and so through a long uh, you know it's pretty much a four year process of every minute of every day just going deep inside and learning you know taking looking listening and putting back um calling in and working very much spiritually to regenerate uh, my body and my mind um so it was a long hard process but the beauty of that four-year period which was very very intense for me is that now you know by by developing that over the years now i can 
teach and pass that on to people in a matter of minutes. So, you know, what took me quite a while and a lot of pain, um, people do not have to go through that. Thank God I would never wish that on my worst enemy. Um, nobody has to go through that, you know, obviously in, in the process of a teach now, it's, and we can impart it to them in a very, very, very short period of time. And, uh, you know, I've made it very simple. I've simplified it down and just taken the essence of everything I learned over that process, made it very simple, and, um, you know, discarded a lot of, um, obviously, what didn't work or what took a long time. And um, so I've kept the essence of what absolutely definitely works and works in a very pure and very simple way. So in some ways you, you've, you, you've gone through this trauma so other people don't have to and that they can actually release their uh, stuff and be healed in a relatively short time because you fine-tuned the process of recovery. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, I, I think that's one of the beauties of this of this whole experience and this work is I can now share with people um, very rapidly what you know what took me a long, long time to to move through and to have those experiences in order to conjure up all of that, all of that drama, and then therefore all of the very deep uh, introspective alchemy that. And, and do you tend to work one-on-one -on -one with people or in, in groups? Yeah, um, I work both, Peter. I do one-on-one -on -one sessions as well as groups. Uh, we do big group processes, small group processes, and one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions as well, all over the place. Okay. And you're doing some uh, workshops uh, actually in our hometown, Victoria, uh, coming up. Let's talk about them very briefly for a moment. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here in Victoria. It's a beautiful place. Um, so we're going to be here for three days, a three-day workshop happening December 4th to 6th, 4th, 5th, and 6th. Um, and also there's a six-day workshop, a longer training workshop, which is happening uh, from December the 11th to December the 16th in Victoria, here in Victoria. And for anybody who's interested in, in attending those workshops, uh, what is the website they need to connect through? Yeah, they can just um, look up the website. It's www.gerlyons.net. So that's G-E-R-L-Y-O-N-S dot net. Um, if they look up that website, or they can contact Chandra as well, our core coordinator organizer here in Victoria. And Chandra's number is 250-382-0724. Um, they can just contact Chandra um, or look up the uh, website and yeah the, all, all the details will be on that and, and what plans for the new year any other workshops coming up in elsewhere yeah we we have a whole bunch of workshops coming up for the new year all over the world actually uh, which is great we're, we're just working on the schedules now so a lot of them aren't up on the up on the website yet but will be over the next few days um, but just for the for the U.S., for Canada and the U.S., there's um, we have a Maui workshop in Hawaii coming up from um, March 12th to 17th. And we got one also in Albuquerque in New Mexico, a three-day workshop, March 26th to 28th. Excellent. I want to ask you to break there, Jair. And after the break, we'll have a chat about what people can expect to experience uh, in your workshops and in your healing work. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tung left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit PeterTongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes, and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. And I have with me today Jay Lyons, who has shared with us the traumas that he went through uh, to experience uh, the depths that some of us don't need to go to be fully healed. And Jay now has a beautiful and profound healing practice through group workshops and individual one-on-one sessions. And perhaps, Jay, you could share with us the way the actual process of your healing modality works. 
Sure, Peter. Um, it's it's a what I've done over the years is I've simplified it a lot. So it's a very um, it's a very simple process, but it goes to a very 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 deep level um, in the body and in the mind and creates a huge and very deep transmutation. Um, just from just from a practical reality point of view, you know what people can expect when they come to would say a workshop is. Um, you know, we, we sit, the group of people, we sit in a circle. Um, energy operates in spirals, so it's uh, it's really helpful to just sit in a circle where, you know, we're all equal. And um, everybody's connected in energetically, so everybody is, like, plugged in and operating in the same field as a collective process. Um I play some music. I, I I use a lot of special music in the work because music is it's really important to it accesses a whole different part of our subconscious and a different part of our brain, and it uh, it helps to engage a different side of ourselves. When we listen to music, we listen from it uh, a whole different place, rather than the intellect or the normal mental. Um, mental structures that we operate of normally so it it helps with that process it brings it in, uh, brings us into um like a, a a different kind of reality so there's special music with very high spiritual resonance played at the start for a little while then i say an invocation um which is like a prayer in a way but it's um it's a little bit different it's it's a very powerful and very strong living active um, incantation, so it brings through and creates, generates a very sacred, a very high resonance space, which is totally safe and protected. Um, and it also brings through many different streams of energy and streams of consciousness. <coughs> excuse me, which um, which come right into the room, which comes right into people's bodies and starts to activate open and unlock a very deep process in each person. Um, the, there's many, also many, in the invocation, there's many beings, consciousnesses, and um, spiritual healing entities that come in and come through, and many deities from many spiritual traditions with high, which bring a very high blessing and a very high healing uh, energy and have a healing nature. And those um, those beings from the you know the other worlds or other realms or the invisible world they're very 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 real they're very um, create a very profound shift and difference in the energy in the room in the space and in our bodies ultimately um, their work is very important Peter and you know um, it's uh, they're actually the ones that do and create and generate the energy and the healing. So my my job is like a role of an interpreter or, or a translator for the energy that they bring through. So, um, but they're the ones that actually do the healing and the energy coming through. They work with the intelligence of that energy that, that comes through from many different streams. And, and as a translator or, or a channel of that energy, how do you experience that yourself do you see uh work that needs to be done with individual people do you get information that comes through how does that work for you 
Yeah, it's um, there's 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 a kind of a multi-layer reality that happens for me. So it, it, it's quite complex, um, but very interesting. It's um, first of all, I, I have I can see um, energy, so I have external vision. I can see fields and energetic configurations. Like I, I also have internal vision, so um, you know I get lots of impressions and lots of images and lots of um, different thoughts that come in. Um, from people and people's processes. So um, I, I, you know, operate from a very intuitive place as well, so there's a lot of deep knowing um, that goes on the minute I, I plug in with somebody from a work perspective. When I start work, um, just plug into, you know, into the same field that they're in, basically, and then all the information is there. Um, so it helps me to interpret what's going on and helps me to then when the energy comes through, I can um, I, I watch and feel the expansion and the contraction of what the energy is doing and what the intelligence of it, what the nature of it is, how it's affecting the person. So when it goes in, it starts to push on anything in, in that person that they're ready to let go or they're ready to release or anything that needs to be worked on. So it pushes out many kind of densities energetically and it shows what needs to be done. So, so in these group workshops then, each individual person is, is having work done on them simultaneously? Yeah, exactly. Um, pretty much everybody is having worked on all the time um, throughout the whole process. And so when one person has been worked on, the entire group has been worked on, the, the same issue if there's anything in them that resonates with that they will completely spontaneously release from that as well um, so some people can feel you know quite a dramatic uh, presence or energy or tingling or heat or lots of different things some people it's very very subtle it's almost it's almost like imperceptible so everybody has a different experience of it um, but over the time and over the days of the workshop um, process it, it it just keeps on it's relentless so it just keeps on coming through and it comes through 24 hours a day it doesn't stop when we end the workshop in the evening so it's so it continues on so Jay, we've, we're actually coming to the end of the show that time has just flown <laughs> flown by i think we're accelerating as we talk so i'm gonna have to call it to a close right there and i really really appreciate your time today uh, a number of people who've been to your workshops uh, told me I had to have you on the show, so I know that you have a tremendous reputation amongst those people you've worked with, and, and I wish you well on your spiritual healing journey, and thank you so much for joining me today. Okay, thank you so much, Peter, for having me here. Uh, so we've come to the end of the time, and next week my guest is Daniel Jacob, who is an expert on the star children and the language of the subconscious. I hope you'll join me next Wednesday at noon. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Wishing you a wonderful week. We hope that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.